So in, in the third round, at the end of the third round, uh, he ended up coming in, and I timed it real well by God's grace, and I inside leg kicked him so hard that he did a 360 before he hit the ground. I'm William. I'm Dave. Dave is my pastor. Willie is a hospice chaplain. And we've been friends for more than 20 years. We've had thousands of conversations about things that matter and things that don't. So now we're inviting you to join in. Each week we pull a topic out of the hopper and talk about it. This is the Hopper Podcast. The Hopper Podcast is not professional advice, just two guys spitballing. So do your own research. Willie, we got a special treat for our listeners today. Okay. We have an interview with yeah. James Mullins, also known as Jimbo. Jimbo. He is a former UFC fighter That's and right. a uh, champion in World kickboxing. Champion. Yes. And so he's got a great testimony. Yes, he does. And I'm excited to share it with people. Let's get right into it. Sounds good. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Well, uh, grew up uh, in a... a I was born in San Pedro. That's in the L.A. area on the beach there in California. And my blood father was a cop mm -hmm. and mom mom was a homemaker. And uh, we we're pretty pagan. Yeah. Didn't know the Lord. And I have a two years older brother and a four years older sister. Mm. So and then we moved over to Simi Valley or excuse me, uh, San Fernando Valley. Uh -huh. It's over the hill there. And uh, my 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 blood father in God's providence, he was a very abusive man. Mm. He became uh, from a cop. He became a Los Angeles Fire Department paramedic, mm. and ended up uh, busting my mom's nose three or four times, and you know committing adultery on her right wow. in front of her face, type of thing. It was really bad. Yeah. And. Uh, and uh, in, in God's providence, she divorced him and married my stepapa, who raised us, praise the Lord. Huh. Uh, and uh, and I say praise the Lord because uh, in God's providence, my, my blood father was never around even when he was around. Right. Mm. So we were thankful to have a papa, yeah. you know? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and my brother uh, started rebelling right away and... Uh, my sister started rebelling right away, wow. you know, and, uh, and God's providence. Um, I ended up, uh, starting, uh, following along the lead. My siblings started, uh, -huh. uh started with partying and doing drugs and, uh, became a, a, a pot dealer. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, I was, uh, I was 16 years old. And my brother was uh, into the coke dealing, and I was a pot dealer. We just thought we were all that, right? Until somebody came to our house and ruined our party. Yeah, <laughs> the, the SWAT team. The right? SWAT team oh, ruined yeah. your party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Put you in cuffs, and, and took that, you away. Uh, well, thankfully, I was out of product at the time. <laughs> but, yeah, but my brother he 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 got he got uh, locked up for a year, mm. uh, and somebody uh, he he sold to somebody with a wire. Mm. So in God's providence, uh, he he went to jail, and in God's providence, uh, I didn't know it was God's providence, but uh, now I do. Praise the Lord! I, I thought to myself, well, he picked on me before. And uh, when he comes out of jail, he's probably going to pick on me worse. So I started martial arts. Mm. Mm -hmm. That was one of the reasons why I started martial arts. The other was I loved watching it, 
Bruce right. Lee movies. And right. I had a heavy bag in the garage. I was doing jump spin kicks already. Like I thought it was Mr. Bruce Lee, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and I loved it. I became sort of a karate bum. And that, it was interesting because my God with a little G went from selling pot and having money and pot and yeah. being the, the highlight of the party who had all the joints to now the power and the influence and the mm -hmm. praise right. of being the karate guy and knocking mm -hmm. people out at the parties. Mm -hmm. Right. And, uh, and I was abusing it and just a mess. Then I became a bouncer uh -huh. and, uh, you know, was, uh, just sort of fulfilling that lust, murderous lust. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I'd start the night, uh, with a shot of tequila and a joint and look for somebody to mess up in yeah. the bar so right. I could choke them out, put them to sleep and drop them on their face outside the, you know, I was right. wicked. And, uh, anyway, job, and got, so, okay. <laughs> Right, and you, that, you and can that's, excuse it because it's your job, <laughs> and and that's what I would say when the police came. Yeah, is yeah. hey, he pulled a bottle on me, type of thing, you right, know. Right, right, right. And, and uh, after a while, though, that that stopped working. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the cops are like, man, these these guys want to yeah. pull a bottle on you every week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, too many bottles. Yeah. <laughs> so, so in God's providence, I was doing karate tournaments and uh, I was pretty good at those. But the skinny little guys, because it's just a tap, a, a, mm -hmm. a touch contest. Right. You can't make any contact. Yeah. And I, I was I was getting disgusted because I had these, you know, 130 pound guys beating me right. when I knew I could crush them, you know. Right. But that wasn't the game to crush. Right. So. uh Three-point sparring, right? That's what you were you doing yeah. three-point sparring? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I did a little karate, and I, I won a tournament with three-point sparring over a guy who clearly would have killed me in, a, in an alleyway. Oh, that's oh, funny. That's yes. one of those guys. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just tag him and run. So, tag him and run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah that's it. That's it. And you yeah. win. So I ended up uh, just wanting to fight in the ring. I wanted to fight in a different way than yeah. where you could uh, – Basically, where you can crush the guy, right? Right, right. <laughs> uh, so, uh, and, and so not I have him I, call the police, right? So you you yeah. could do it. At, you could do Thank it at you. the bar, yeah. but then the police are going to come. Okay, right. so you want to do it in a way that they're not going to call the police. Gotcha. Okay. All right. I see where this is going. Yeah, yeah. A, a different way to satisfy that murderous lust. Yes, so that's yes. right. Uh -huh. Wow. Thank you, brother, for that. <laughs> <laughs> I think, right? So, so yeah. So I, I, uh, I ended up do, doing well. The very first fight I had, uh, I got knocked out with three seconds left in the fight. Oh wow! And, and they told me they said, uh, you know, we got your guy didn't show up. The guy with one fight or no fights, right? Uh -huh. But we got this other guy you could fight. Yeah. And it ended up he ended up being the state champion and, right. and you know being six foot three and shredded and so but Mr. Prideful me, right? I oh, had yeah. all my friends oh, yeah. out there. So I'm like, oh sure, you know, I'll take him. <laughs> and uh sure enough, but in God's providence I did well. And then with three seconds left in the fight, I ended up uh catching a shin to the temple. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys know anything about uh the difference between a, a kickboxing kick and a karate kick. Yeah. But with karate kicks, you want to slap and, you know, just touch as we were talking yeah. about. 
But with the kickboxing, you want to smash with your shin and Mm. crush through the person. Well, that's what this guy did. He he, he in the temple and just, I was done, totaled. But in God's providence, I had done well with three seconds left in the fight. Uh I might have, I I was ahead on one scorecard of the judges. And uh, anyway, so I knew I could do good at this if I really, it was my first fight. So if I really trained and focused. So in God's providence, I did well and uh, ended up winning my next five fights and then coming back and fighting him for the state title. Mm. Yeah. And uh, and knocking him out with the same kick by God's grace. Yeah. Wow. No, I didn't know it at the time. Yeah, <laughs> so that was exciting. And then and then I ended up uh, doing well and getting several belts in the amateurs. And then I turned pro and went to professional heavyweight boxing, mm-hmm. and and did uh, fifteen fights in that. I was uh, fifteen, sixteen fights. I was seven, seven, and two, sixteen uh-huh. fights. And when I retired right. and, and what happened was I was doing great. I was four and oh, I had a manager yeah. who would get ducks for me or somebody I could beat possibly. And, and then he put me to the test mm. and uh, he, he had me fight Obed Sullivan who ended up becoming a champion himself. Yeah. And uh, he was a Marine Corps champ. And then, so anyway, in God's providence, he hit me with a uppercut, lifted my chin, yeah. and then a left hook. Uh-huh. The, and I was done. Yeah. Tim, I was I was on the fret, the California in California, LA area. They had this famous sports announcer called Fred Fred Rogan, hmm. and I was on Fred Rogan's Hall of Shame. Oh, <laughs> he, he said press is good press, right? Yeah, yeah. He said, Mullen Timber. Anyway, in God's providence, that was clearly I wasn't going to be a world champion boxer. And that was my my goal, my dream, my mm. God with a little G. Right. Was I wanted to be the world champion. Mm. I wanted the fame, the honor. Yeah. The praise. I wanted the autograph sign in. I wanted the girls. I, I wanted all of it, right. you know. And uh, anyway, so I ended up going back to what I did best was kickboxing, and then I got uh, introduced to the Ultimate Fighting Championships. Right. I was in that. I uh, I lost to a guy who was three twenty five. Yeah. And I and I was two oh five. Did you guys see that? Yeah. On, on so you know, it's funny when when we met you and you told me which UFC you were in. It was an early one, and I had watched yeah. it back in the day, and I completely oh. remembered that. I remembered you. I remember that fight. I remember like that 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 Italian, you know, that and his his typical ground and pound lay and pray. Belfort. Yeah, yeah. I, could, I, yeah I I did. I didn't like that style. You know, like the just <laughs> get on top of them and use all your weight and hold suffocate. You know, suffocate them. So I was yeah. I was actually rooting for you way back when before, oh, I, before wow. I knew who you were. Yeah, I wanted you to win. That is wild. Yeah. Okay, I, so what I, year was I, that? Oh gosh, that was in like the nineties or something. Yeah, ninety eight or something, ninety seven. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 like yeah. So I saw I, and I watched some of your other fights, you know, and, and the uh, it was like pretty grainy footage, but that UFC yeah. fight I I remember back in the day. So. <laughs> I was pulling for you back then. I didn't know who you were, but yeah. well, well, thank you. Yeah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so, so I ended up having a hard time in that, 
thankfully I survived that one, but yeah. I think that has a little something to do with my, uh, my afflictions nowadays, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, anyway, so I went and, and then all of a sudden I, uh, ended up taking a fight in Puerto Rico against, uh, this Jeff Duke Rufus, who was big name at the time. Mm. And I think, I think I was supposed to lose, but I ended up winning and winning a North American heavyweight professional kickboxing championship belt. Mm-hmm. And then I was approached um, by these this couple who was bringing Draka from Russia to America. Mm-hmm. And they had all this money, they said, and they were trying to make this big. So they rented out the Los Angeles Forum for a year, you know, of fights. Yeah. And, uh, and they wanted me to be their American champion. And, and, and they said, uh, if you beat... Hero Wacharange, the New Zealand champion, then we'll let you fight the Mike Tyson of Draka, Zagir Geider Bakeoff. All right. And I'm yeah. like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but at the time they were offering good money because there wasn't much money in the sport back then. And I think they offered uh ten thousand dollars or something for the fight. So of course I, I, I took the fight and ended up uh, doing well. That's that that's on uh on YouTube, uh, Hero Wacharange ended up uh, almost knocking him out a couple of times and mm-hmm. winning a unanimous decision. And then, so I got the th- opportunity to fight Zagir Geider Bakeoff. Yeah. Well, right around that time, my f- my father in law at the time, um, I was married mm-hmm. uh, in the past, uh, and uh, my father in law was Mickey Jones. He was this big actor. Okay. And uh, he's with the Lord now, but he was a Christian and he, uh, he started with uh, uh, Bob Dylan, the band drummer. Uh-huh. And then he was Kenny Rogers in the first edition, uh, Trini Lopez. So he's in all kinds of amazing uh, groups oh, yeah. as the drummer. And then he transitioned to acting uh-huh. and he was one of Tim, Tim uh, Allen's, the, t- the tool guys, you know, yeah. the, okay. Yeah. yeah. So he, he but he, he did tons of stuff. Anyway, he would invite all his celebrity guests, friends to my fights. Hmm. And that was real good for my career. So uh he ended up uh inviting me to Promise Keepers. Okay. Yeah. You heard have you heard of Promise Keepers, oh, yeah, guys? Sure, oh, yeah. sure. I, I went the to big, that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it, it was at the Los Angeles Coliseum. Okay. And at, at first, he, I'm like, "What is it?" He said, "It's like ten thousand men uh, gathering together." And first, I was thinking, you know, man, all men, what's really going on?" You know, yeah, right, right. <laughs> That's how perverted my thinking was, you uh-huh, know. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And anyway, so I went there, and I remember hearing Evangelist E. V. Hill, a famous yeah. Uh, oh yeah Baptist yeah. preacher, and then Greg Laurie came up there. Uh huh. And I was already just uh, just really thinking about my soul. Obviously, the Lord was uh, preparing my soul. And uh, I remember Luke eleven twenty three was preached, where Jesus said, he who is not with me yeah. is against me. Yeah. And he who does not gather with me scatters. Yeah. Mm. And the Lord just crushed me and and really awakened my heart to see that I wasn't with him. Yeah. 
I was with myself and living for my own glory and honor and fame and sin and pleasure. Yeah. And uh, God gave me grace to see that I was a wicked, vile sinner hmm. and that I needed to repent and trust in my only hope, Jesus, yeah. who really did die for my sins, not just the, the sins of the world in general, but for, for my sins, yeah. praise the Lord. And and uh, that day I repented, uh, and it seemed like I was on my knees for uh, hours, but you know, it was probably yeah. 20 minutes or something. Mm. And it, uh, I committed my life to Christ that day by God's great mercy. Mm. And, uh, and walk, you know, walk the aisle with, uh, you know, 500 other guys, you know, sure. and, uh, and, uh, but I was, I was different. Now yeah. I had the spirit of God living in my heart. I had a desire to actually uh, read the word of God instead right. of just profess Christ, you know, and go to church, uh, once a month, once every couple months, you know, whatever. And, uh, and the Lord now just was, it was powerful. And, uh, so I started, uh, by God's grace, going to Grace Community Church under John MacArthur mm -hmm. and ended up, uh, you know, becoming a member right away and just just getting plugged in. And and uh, and it was it was such a blessing to my soul. And it was good, too, because at that time, uh, after I became a Christian, my 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 wife, my ex-wife now, she's like, oh, great. He'll be a better husband. Right. right. Sure. Right. Sure. But she, in God's providence, she wanted to continue to go out partying and right. and uh, drinking and and uh, just living the life we used to. And she professed Christ also. That's that's what was hard. Yeah. And uh, and and she she looked at me one day. She goes, "I don't know you anymore. You know, right. you're a whole different person." And, and I'm thinking to myself, "Well." It's true, you know, yeah. <laughs> because I, I'm, I'm growing. Anyone in Christ is a new creation, right? Right. And uh, and she ended up uh, abandoning me and uh, starting an adulterous affair with one of my bouncer friends. Oh man! And uh, and and divorcing me. Yeah. And so when I went to Grace Community Church and uh, got plugged in, I got some help through the my Sunday school pastor. Yeah. And uh, you know, he called her to repentance and she wanted nothing to do with it. So yeah. they ended up uh, you know, uh, helping me through that and I was growing and and after that I started uh just had this great desire to share the gospel with everybody. So I'm going out right. to LA to Skid Row and yeah. sharing the gospel and and uh wanted to teach felt gifted that way so i started teaching they put me in uh chil children's ministry you know i started with the sunday school stuff yeah. and then i went from that to special needs ministry okay. oh wow yeah at, yeah at grace community church they have a massive special needs ministry arm you know mm -hmm. where they bus in you know people who are special needs the whole deal and uh and then in God's providence I I went up to uh uh we had a singles um Sunday school group and then Bible study off of that and they asked me to be one of the the teachers that rotates in the teaching mm. and I did that and uh and I really started uh experiencing you know discovering and experiencing more and more of my gift 
to to preach his word and uh, to uh, share his gospel and unpack the scriptures, exposit the scriptures with the body of Christ. That's really encouraging, brother, you know, that a church was leading you along, helping you heal from the agonies and and just giving you step by step, you know, opportunity and and cultivating, Mm -hmm. developing you. Because a lot of churches don't do that. You know, they, it's just like, yeah. hey, I'm the pastor, listen to me. And they're not really thinking about the, who, who, who else can spread that news, you know, and, and how I can pour into word. them. And, yeah, so I'm really, yeah. I'm really excited to hear that. So good, good on yeah, that. It, it, amen yeah. to that. Amen to that. Yeah, thank okay, you, Lord. I've got another question for you. You know, uh, yeah. you were saying that you were in the middle of a, of a process looking for the next fight when you went yeah. to Promise Keepers, the Lord saved yeah. you. And then, okay, yeah. so what happened to your fighting career? Yeah, so. Dave, about six months ago, I discovered an app on my phone that you need to know about. Okay. It's called Dwell. 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 It's an audio Bible. Okay. Yeah, you can listen to the Bible anytime, anywhere that you have your phone. It is, I'm telling you, fantastic. I huh. listen in the car as I'm driving around to see my patients from home to home. What kind of translations does it have? Yeah, it has all different kinds of translations of Good. the Bible. It has the ESV, uh-huh. which is probably my favorite, but yeah. it's not. I don't listen to only that one. I also like the NIV, the New American Standard. It also has the King James, the New Living Translation, the NRSV. Actually, recently I've been uh, uh, listening through the prophets in the message which is uh, Eugene, Eugene Peterson. Peterson. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. So uh, on, on Dwell, you can choose the reader, uh, the person who's reading. You can personalize your reading plans. There's men and women. There's people with kind of uh, fast talkers and slow talkers. Yeah. Uh, I'm telling you, Dwell is great. Tell me about the app. Is it easy to use? Is the layout yeah. straightforward? Yeah. It is super easy to use. Good. Um, it is very intuitive. Um, here's the thing. The free version um, that you can download and just get it has all the features, but it doesn't have the entire Bible. Hmm. Um, it's only got—I think it's got the Gospel of Matthew uh-huh. and maybe Genesis, maybe. Okay. Anyway, when I first started using it, when I heard about it, I saw how good Dwell was. I immediately became a lifetime member. Uh, but uh, so it does cost money to open up the entire app right. uh, for for the entire Bible. But you can start with a monthly or yearly subscription. Gotcha. So I definitely need to check that out for sure. I mean, you've been talking a lot about it. Yep. And yep. now we have agreed to make an advertisement for them. That's we're, right. We're in biz with Dwell. That's right. We are. Because you have loved this app so I'm, much. Yeah. And I need to check it out myself. So Hopper Podcast Hoppers, I invite you to do the same. You can see in our show notes how to find a deal with Dwell. And you'll also be supporting the Hopper Podcast. Yeah. Thanks a bunch. So then uh, I got saved, and my old worldview, of course, was like I I need to do everything for God's glory, sure, right? Sure. So I, you know, I'm learning whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God, right? Right. right. So so now I'm training, yeah, for God's glory, and okay, in, yeah. in my mind, uh-huh. I'm fighting for God's glory, right? Yep. I figured it was a sport, you yep. know, it wasn't evil in itself. I'm thinking, so. uh so I got that opportunity to fight for the world title. And that was my, again, my dream, my yeah. God with the lower G. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, at the Los Angeles forum, we, we, we fought and in God's providence, the, 
I found out I didn't I didn't know much about Zaire Geiger Bakoff, the Russian uh, bear. They called him. Uh-huh. I didn't know much about him because it was hard to get videos of him. Uh, so uh, I found out real quick that he was a Sambo expert. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Similar. It's, it's like the Russian judo. Right. Right. right so. Right. So he grabbed me around the waist, and I'm thinking he's going to push me back and try to trip me because because Draka is kickboxing with throws. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Right? So so he grabs me, and all of a sudden, I'm going toward him. He souffléed me <laughs> in a face-to-face souffle, oh and he slammed me so hard, and I put my arm out to brace myself, which I should have. I know yeah. better, you yeah. know, and, uh, and I separated my shoulder in the very first round. Yeah. And this is the world title fight, right? right, right. So anyway, so I, I, it was very clear. It was massive pain. I couldn't throw my right hand over hand at all anymore. Uh-huh. And, uh, so I, I, uh, and I fought ambidextrous. Uh, I could switch to Southpaw real well. Yeah. I learned that in, in uh, boxing, and uh, anyway, so I, I switched to my southpaw stance and I started blasting him with inside leg kicks yeah. from the back leg, you know, yeah. inside leg kicks, inside leg kicks. I go inside the in, inside leg, inside leg, and then I go up to the head when he'd reach down, yeah. you know. And uh, anyway, the, the third round came around. And what I learned real quick is all he could do was throw. Uh-huh. Uh, right? he, could, yeah. he could punch hard, one punch. Kick hard, one kick, but didn't have real kickboxing skills. Right. Yeah. But but you know, you don't get in tight on him. Right. Don't let him don't, throw don't you because you're history. Yeah. Right. yeah. So in, in the third round, at the end of the third round, uh, he ended up coming in and I timed it real well by God's grace. And I inside leg kicked him so hard that he did a 360 before he hit the ground. Wow. Uh, yeah, it was the hardest leg kick I've ever landed in my life, yeah. guys. And uh, in God's providence, he 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 got up, and you could see in his face he was just in great pain. And and the the bell ended, and he wouldn't come out for the next round. Right. Okay. So I ended up winning the world title right there. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, you know the television interview and the autographs and right. the after party and all the attaboy, you know, yep. the praise and the right. all yeah. this earthly glory. Right. Yeah. And then that night I, I put my belt on the wall and I go to sleep and, and I'm a Christian at this point. Right. And I'm, so I'm praising the Lord in the interviews and everything. But, but the next morning I wake up guys and I felt like God had abandoned me. Hmm. Truly. I felt just like God left me. Hmm. And it was such a trip because all that earthly glory, yeah, right, yeah, all that praise and signing autographs and thinking this is gonna my goal and what's gonna yeah. satisfy me, all that was gone, mm. and, and and I don't know, God just gave me a strange experience that that's not gonna satisfy you, yeah, you know, and 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 God used that, uh. And then Zygir the, wanted a rematch, right? Sure. So the next time I ended up catching him with a shin kick to the head and putting him to sleep and retaining the world title. And the same thing I experienced. Mm-hmm. 
And God was using that to teach me that your joy is not going to come from these earthly glories, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. No matter how glorious it is, the, right. the world champion. Wow. Okay. Yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. So you got everything so, you wanted. I and, got everything yeah. I wanted. And that tank is one everything. of the leakiest tanks, right? You, you, the few people who get to fill that tank up, that worldly pleasure tank, and then it, it drains oh. so fast. Yeah, and, and, and in God's providence, uh, I, 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 before I became a Christian, I was you know watching pornography and stuff. So I had all these you know wicked thoughts in my mind of of you know knocking people out and fighting and uh -huh. pornography and and all these just struggles. You know, uh, I'd be sitting in church listening to a MacArthur sermon. Yeah. You know, just being drenched with grace and knowledge and growing. And all of a sudden, you know, these thoughts would just pop. And I'd be like, ah, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, you know, I can't get away from myself, you know. Right. So so uh, God was really using that time to show me that I need to, to not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. Yeah. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Yeah. And uh, solid food is for the mature who, by constant use, have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. Mm -hmm. and, and I knew what our training was, discipline training was. Right. And uh, so so I, I started memorizing, just memorizing, memorizing, memorizing columns and chapters and yeah. and books. And, and, uh, and that's the only way I could overcome that, that, that bondage of wicked mm -hmm. thinking. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and the more and more I did that by God's grace, which the scripture says, the more I would not have that experience of, uh -huh. of the wicked thinking patterns. And uh, it, it was really helpful for my yeah. soul. And I'm so, so grateful for grace community church, yeah. you know, just a, a blessing in my life. Well, around that time I ended up getting introduced um, to uh this woman, and not introduced, but reintroduced, who was the elementary school nurse at my elementary school. Uh huh. Okay. She, and I used to have migraines, so she would just love me and care for me and let me rest and put a, a cold towel on my right. head, you right. know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I still have migraines, and the fighting career really helps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Kicks yeah. to the yeah. head. That really helps with the migraines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so she was uh, this elderly lady named Alma. She would was going to Grace Community Church since the time it started, mm. and her friend had every book MacArthur had ever preached on cassette tape. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. Remember, yeah. remember those oh, guys? Yeah, I wow, some, brother. I still got them. <laughs> <laughs> You're collecting those antiques, yeah, brother. Yeah. <laughs> do you have any way to play so, them anymore? Yeah, I do. I oh, have, okay. Yeah, I have a few old Walkman. Wow. I have a few old headphones with the with the orange foam on them. <laughs> wow! Yeah. Wow! So, so I ended up uh, get, getting those, and then I ended up retiring. I, I got invited to fight in Japan with the K1, uh -huh. and uh, at that time, I was really convinced that I should retire. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, nevertheless, I took the fight in Japan against Peter Arts, a three-year reigning K1 champion. Because mm -hmm. you guys know anything about the K1? I know a little bit, yeah. Okay, the K1 at the time, this is, uh, you know, 98, 99 or something. The K1 at the time was, uh, that that's the tournament of all tournaments if you think you're a kickboxing right. champion. right. Right. Okay. All the best from Canada and Japan and uh -huh. and China and Thailand and Holland and Russia would go there to fight in this K1. Yeah. Well, this guy, Peter Arts from Holland, he was uh, the three year reigning champion, you mm -hmm. know, just a monster, right? Just right. a machine. And my manager, I'm thinking of retiring, telling my manager, my manager calls me up and goes, hey. You know, you sure the Lord wants you to retire? He goes, because we just got to fight in the K1 with Peter Arts for yeah. $13,000. $13, yeah, you they know? call him the migraine maker. Yeah. <laughs> Go fight him. <laughs> yeah, please. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, so, of course, as a young Christian, I'm thinking, oh, I guess God doesn't want me to retire yet, right? right? right. There's a real clear so, sign. Yeah. yeah. Opportunity yeah, knocks. Really? So uh, that 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 was my uh, obviously my uh, hermeneutic at the time uh -huh. was the experiential experientialism, yeah. right? Right, right, right. So so I take this fight, and a couple of days before the fight, I'm, I'm getting ready to fly out to Japan, and I had you know full blown uh, trained great for it. It was I was in one of the best shapes of my life by God's grace, and uh, so the. The promoter calls me. He says, hey, Jimbo, he says, um, you know, everything's ready. He said, except for we didn't get you a work visa. We couldn't because it was too short. Uh -huh. He said, so when you go into the country and the customs agent asks you if you're fighting, tell him, you know, you're just there to watch the fights. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and I'm thinking to myself, well, I do watch the fights before. And after my fight, right? right? Duh. So I could <laughs> say that without being specific, right? right. So sure enough, uh, and I'm with my brother, who's one of my trainers, you know, my two years older brother. Uh -huh. And uh, so I, we go into the airport and go to the customs counter. And foolish me, guys, I'm wearing short spandex shorts to show my buff legs you know uh -huh, uh -huh. and i'm wearing a kickboxing shirt right an everlast hat right right what an idiot <laughs> i barely look like a fighter on your face yeah yeah <laughs> i'm here to so watch the I go to, yeah yeah so i go to the customs counter and, and the guy looks at my passport and he looks at me he goes are you fighting and i'm like i'm definitely gonna watch the fights <laughs> And he goes, no, 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 no. And he just oh. really grilled me, right? Yeah, yeah. He said, are you, are you fighting? And I was convicted. I was cut yeah. to the heart. Yeah. Right, yeah. Well, I'm like, yeah, I'm fighting. And it was crazy. Yeah. He got on the phone. It was like the KGB. The security guards came up, mm. grabbed us, took us in the back room. Yeah. And my brother... He has epilepsy. He's uh -huh. had it since he was 13. Yeah. And that, and he doesn't have it just a little bit. Like, yeah. you know, it was full blown grand malls on the floor, wow. you know, yeah. hardcore. Yeah. And, and they come on, they started to come on. His eyes yeah. start to water when he gets too worried and yeah, scared. And stress. And stuff. Uh -huh. and stress. Yeah. So 
I'm in the back room. We got this this guy, the the obviously the security, you know, the head of security. He's yelling on the phone uh, at somebody. It turned out it was the promoter, and uh, he he's. I, I look at my brother, and my brother's eyes are watering, yeah. and he's just. I can tell he's just ready to go into yeah, a seizure. Yeah. yeah. So I'm praying to God, Lord, please protect my brother and and help me lord i need the money for this fight please somehow lord right yeah, yeah. so 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 the 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 guy the security hands me the phone and he's speaking in japanese something and what i don't speak japanese right right but obviously the promoter spoke both japanese uh-huh. and english mm-hmm. his name was art davy anyway so i get on the phone and he goes jimbo are you stupid? <laughs> I told you not to say you were yeah, fighting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Too many kicks um, to the head uh, or what? Yeah. I'm thinking to myself, for listening to you, I am. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so he said this. He goes, he goes, tell him this. Tell him this fight you're doing an exhibition and the next fight you're getting paid. And in my great fleshy wisdom i thought to myself oh i'll just repeat his exact words yeah then i won't be lying it'll be his words okay i see (laughs) i see right so i said oh you mean that this fight is just an exhibition but the next fight i'm getting paid and the Security guy, obviously, he was probably on the take too. He uh-huh. goes, "Oh, <laughs> yeah. stamps our passports and right. sends us on our way." Oh my right. goodness! But right away, I knew I had sinned against God and lied for money for a you know a, a paycheck, and uh, I was just cut to the heart all the way to the airport on the bus. I was I was just you know weeping in repentance and my my brother he's not a believer at the time he has yeah. come to the Lord since praise wow. the Lord but he's 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 like smacking me in the arm going what's the big deal we're in the country you know right right <laughs> and I'm like no Tim you don't understand yeah you know I need supernatural grace for this victory and I can't expect anything you know but discipline from God was my thought mm. and. In God's providence, sure enough, I, I by God's grace, I embraced that and asked the Lord just to help me honor him and fight with all my heart for his glory, no matter what happened. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and I, you know, I, I affirmed I knew I deserved to be smitten, you know, mm. but, uh, let, you know, let me just get smitten for your glory with all my heart. So that was my attitude. And, and sure enough, God answered that prayer <laughs> in uh, helping me to uh, be a warrior and fight yeah. hard against Peter arts. I think in the third round, did you see it? I I don't know if I saw that one. No, I don't yeah. think I did. Okay. Either. Yeah. It's, it's K one Peter arts versus Jimbo Mullen. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I think, I think it was the third round. Uh, he caught me with a shin to uh-huh. the temple. and just his shin just wrapped around my temple and uh it was another you know good night timber moment you know yeah the migraine yes the migraine maker yeah that really helped my migraines yeah Yeah. (laughs) wow so in god's providence um you know i was just convinced that i needed to retire Hmm. and that uh that you know that that should be it so i go home and uh, just just uh, 
not knowing what the load would have for my future. So I didn't know any other vocation. I didn't, all I knew was how to fight, how to teach people how to fight and how to be a bouncer. Yeah. And uh, so I didn't know what the load would have for me, but I knew he wanted me to retire. I believe both, both those things from being in the nightclub and being a bouncer and from fighting. So, so I'm getting ready to retire, you know, to make it public because the, the, the newspapers were involved in all my fighting career. Mm-hmm. So I figure if I put this on the paper, it'll help me stay retired, you right. know, and not gotcha. yeah, the yeah. Lord. So uh, I'm getting ready to contact the paper and my manager calls me again and says, uh, Hey Jimbo, the Japanese crowd loved you because you were a warrior. <laughs> yeah. And they, and they and the K1 wants you to come back. They'll give you another 13,000 and fight Ray Sefo, this up and coming champion guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, sure enough, I <laughs> hermeneutic did away, right? <laughs> right, right? Right. Perverted hermeneutics of experientialism and said, okay, one more time. But in God's providence, my knee was already a little twisted on that one yeah. through through Peter Art's hardcore leg kicks, you know. Yeah. And uh, but but I figured I'd be okay. I'd work through it, you know. And uh, ended up uh, getting caught with an overhand right mm. by this dude Ray Sefo, who was real good at boxing. Yeah. And uh, I ended up getting a little bit wobbled, and I went to one knee, and I stood up at you know at seven or something. And the ref looked at my eyes, and I'm like, I'm fine, sir. And the ref's like, so, you're, no, not you're not fine. Not. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and that brings up something else. I don't know if you remember watching that UFC fight, uh-huh. but the stupidest, the stupidest three words I think I ever said in my life when the ref stood me <laughs> yeah. up was, "I'm fine, sir." Right, right. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. then I really got waylaid, huh, brother? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. So, so, uh, so anyway, he called the fight. So I come home and I, I'm just convinced I need to retire and the Lord would have me do that. So I called the newspaper. They ended up doing a, a spread on the, uh, the front of the sports section front page. And, and, and they took a picture with my John MacArthur Bible in, in one arm and my world title belt over the other mm-hmm. and okay. said, and and they actually printed everything I said about the Lord and about wow. Christ. All right. And they the title was Fighter Retires for Christ. Mm. So it was a great opportunity to be a Christian witness mm. uh, to Simi Valley. And uh, and just to, uh, again, I, I told them, I, I really believe God wants me to retire and pursue a different calling. I don't know what I told them, but, yeah. you know, I need to figure that out through right. prayer and reading God's word and, and uh and i did that and god made it real clear through um growing and teaching as i talked about before and getting different opportunities to do that and i ended up uh going to to seminary there at master's seminary hey hopper podcast hoppers we have not even gotten to the best part of jimbo's story but we're going to cut it off there and pick it up again next week make sure that you subscribe so that you don't miss that episode
Thanks for listening to the Hopper Podcast. Let's keep the conversation going about things that matter and things that don't. You can write or call us. Just tap or swipe on the Purple Hopper Podcast cover art in your podcasting app and find the show notes. For ways to suggest a topic for the Hopper or tell us a funny story. Or you can just go to thehopperpodcast.org. Try to keep it clean, and if you do, we'll probably feature you in an upcoming episode. Special thanks this week goes to my neighbor's rooster who wakes me up every morning. Yeah, that's fun. And be sure to like, subscribe, follow, and join our Facebook group for more Hopper goodness. Join our Patreon for our bonus episodes. Dave, what's the lesson we should take away from this week's episode? Uh, Probably that Willie's hemorrhoid transplant wasn't that unusual after all. No, it's pretty common. Pretty common. Yeah, 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 I keep telling you that. Yeah.